Come on. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step by step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it and then how to get great guests and uh, keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to georgegrombacher.com forward slash podcast course and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Mac Gardner. Mac, are you ready to do this? I am ready to do this, George. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Let's do this. Mac is a CFP, a CRPC, a CRPS, CWS. He is a financial literacy advocate. He is an author of several books, including... The Four Money Bears. I'm excited to have you on, particularly for Financial Literacy Month. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Oh, George. Okay, where do I begin? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm a dad, first and foremost. Um, I'm a husband, and uh, been blessed to have been in the financial advisory business for 20-plus years. Uh, my first book was titled Motivate Your Money, wrote that book for adults, and then uh, one of my clients came to me and said, Mac, love the first book. Uh, I have young kids. Would you happen to be uh, open to maybe create something that would teach elementary school students some basics about money management and financial literacy? And so that was a few years ago. Uh, I went ahead and wrote that book, and the name of the book is called The Four Money Bears, and what I try to do each and every day is, is to educate people and uh, help start the financial literacy process early, uh, early in kids' lives. Nice. I certainly appreciate that. So you had been uh, working in the, in the financial industry for, for well over a decade, maybe 15, 16 years, and somebody comes to you and says, hey, I've got these kids, love to be able to have a conversation with them, and now this is a pretty major focus for, for, for your life. It, it was, and, you know, interestingly enough, the first book was inside me. The first book took four years to write. I, um, I was an advisor. I was a wholesaler. Uh, I was a product specialist, and I would see that uh, I would work with a lot of adults that, you know, needed some basics about, about financial planning, you know, what an IRA was, why life insurance is important, the importance of, uh, of investing versus savings. And so I, that, that was really interesting, but then when I really sat back and look at it and, and I was approached to do something for kids, I said, huh, all right, let's, let's do some, do some research, do some digging. Yeah. And then I found that there was an Oxford study that said you know, a, a child's connectivity with money starts by age seven, <laughs> you know? And you said, oh my gosh, somebody's got to be teaching kids. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think that probably whoever you talk to, they say, well, why didn't I learn this stuff in school? Um, so I guess to have sort of a bigger conversation, who, who do you think it's a school's responsibility to do this? Is, is, is it a parents who, you know, how, how do you think that really should shake out? So 
part of this journey in writing the book was to do some due diligence and do some research on what the current financial literacy state in America is uh, at the moment. And today, George, 21 states require any sort of financial literacy courses by high school, right? So um, are there states that are out there that are promoting financial literacy courses and the need to teach this vital information? There are not enough. Right. Um, but the, the, the sad fact of the matter is if studies show that a, a child's connectivity and habits with money start by age seven, but these courses are required by. You know? And so that's really what the four money bears book and what our mission is to do is to try to address the financial literacy conversation at an early age, because if parents never got that guidance or that education, if the teachers never got that yeah. guidance education, how, how can they teach uh, young children? Yeah, I think that that's a, that, that's really a critical point right there. It's you, we're already asking parents and teachers quite a bit, but then to not have the tools say, okay, teacher, teach, teach these children about something that maybe you're not very familiar with. You need to, you need to equip people with the, 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 the tools and the know-how to be able to impart information. So I appreciate that. So when, exactly. when, when, I mean, you obviously well-versed in everything financial and you, you, you wrote a financial book for, for adults. How do you even start to sort through the world and, and filter it down to, to figure out what it is that you teach the kids? So uh, the first book, I talk about the five steps to financial success, and those five steps are plan accordingly, spend cautiously, save diligently, invest wisely, and give generously. And so what I was trying to do with the children's book is to utilize um, some of these basic concepts because there's only four things you can do with money. Spend it, save it, invest it, or give it away. <laughs> That's it. There's yeah. no other options. And so I said, okay, what do kids like? And kids like bears. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so I said, all right, let's, 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 let me make a story about four money bears. And so the idea, the premise behind the four money bears book is that they're four bears that live in the woods, spender bear, saver bear, investor bear, and giver bear. And the book shows the pros and cons of each function of money. And then at the end, it says, hey, these four bears need to work together in order to create something called a budget. And when they work together, they can help each other and, and, and be in long term have benefits uh, that that can help the entire community. Nice, well, I appreciate that. And kids do love bears a lot, so I think that that's smart. So they they have they have to work together to 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 create a budget, and which I think I, I don't know what the number actually is from a, a grown up standpoint on how many grown ups actually keep a budget, but it's probably not enough. Um, nice. So you think that. And, and the research suggests that age seven is, is the time that you can start having these conversations? So I think what the research was saying was that by age seven, children are uh, very aware of what mom and dad are doing 
or what the adults in the house are having conversations about, they start seeing the habits. They start, uh, you know, looking and, 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 and saying, oh, okay, you know, is mom and dad talking about saving? Is mom and dad, how, how do they interact with money? Um, one of the things that I do when I speak at, at elementary schools is I do something called the $100 bill challenge. And what the $100 bill challenge was, was initially it was just something to just catch the attention of the, of the kids. And what it ended up becoming is a litmus test as to what children are almost programmed to do from an early age. So what I would do, George, is I'd, I'd take out a $100 bill and the kids would say, ooh, $100 bill. And I'd ask them, I'd say, if I gave you this $100 bill, what would you do with it? And of course, you know, hands fly in the air. Oh, I'd buy sneakers. Yeah. I'd buy Pokemon <laughs> cards. I'd, I'd buy, 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 buy. And then there'd be one kid that would put their hand in the air and said, I'd put it in my piggy account, piggy bank. I'm like, okay, thanks for being different, but <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> you, you probably wouldn't. And then you get a good chuckle. But th- th- that's in essence what, they, what, what kids would do. Nine out of 10 kids would, would spend it. And then maybe one kid would save. But and and so that allows me to give these these young children the the full menu as to what their options really are with money. You can spend it, yeah. You can save it, but you can also invest it. And you can also give it away. And so that's really how this whole thing is developed. I think that's awesome, and that's interesting, right? So, is it like the light bulb turns on for most of these kids when you're having that conversation about the fact that you can save, invest, and give, not just spend? Oh yeah, it, it, it and then all, and then of course the light bulb goes off like oh okay we, there's two other things we do with money, and then it's like okay well what's the difference between saving and investing, and then hmm. they 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 kind of you know the little brains start to you know oh, okay and so what I do is I use the analogy of that hundred dollar bill I say okay if you take that hundred dollar bill and you go to your bank and you put it in your savings account in a year that hundred dollars could be a uh, hundred and one or 102 or whatever small amount of interest you get at the bank. That's saving, right? You expect your money to be there in a year with investing there. There's a, there's an element called risk. And what that risk does is that allows your hundred dollars in a year to either be $150 or $50, yeah. right? There's a chance of either making more money or potentially losing money. But over the long term, you can you can actually grow your money faster through investing it than through saving it. Uh, and then in the book, there are little worksheets that talk about uh, you know what are stocks, what are bonds, uh, gold, uh, buildings. Those are those are vehicles or tools that 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 we can use to invest our money to help it grow uh, over the long term. And. I'm trying to trying to remember back to when I was seven or just a kid, and if I would have been able to sort of grasp that concept, um, or if I just would have been the kid that that ate the marshmallow, you know, and the, <laughs> the ability to, to to delay gratification. So you know, it's funny you say that, George. I, I I've I've done many many of these school readings, and amazingly, kids get it because remember back to the conversation. So those kids whose moms and dads are business owners, whose moms and dads own properties, they understand it. They go, oh yeah, I understand what it means. My, hmm. my, we have, we own X, Y, Z. And something I will, uh, an exercise I'll, I'll ask them is, hey, what's your favorite shoe? Oh, Nike or uh, Under Armour. 
great. I said, did you know that you can actually buy the company that makes that shoe? Hmm. And a little, little eyes open, like, really? Wow. I said, yeah, Disney, you can buy shares in that company. And that's investing. So you can either consume and own the shoe or you can own shares of the company that makes the shoe. That's what investing is. And so that's, that sort of helps to, you know, one of the greatest compliments I think any advisor can get from a client is, you know, our world is so complicated and, you know, investments, insurance, retirement planning, trust, estates, taxes, all that stuff. If you can, if you can break things down to a, the lowest common denominator, LCD, as I like to call, call it, that's, I think, the best compliment that any advisor can get is, is for someone to say, hey, you make this stuff easy to understand. And that's what we're trying to do with it, with the Four Money Bears book. Completely agree with you there. And I, I, I love LCD. I think that that makes, I think that that's a great, I don't know why I never thought of that acronym before, but yes. I mean, and, 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 and the truest form of that is, can you take these concepts and make it easy for kids to understand? And if you're able to do that, then, then you've done good work. So amen on that, man. All right. So, so I think that that's, that, that's awesome. I mean, what an opportunity for, for kids to be able to, to sit through a, 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 a presentation where you're able to to take these concepts and make them fun and easy to understand, and then they, they can actually actually grab a hold of them. Um, how 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 best is it delivered, and then how how best is it followed up on? If if parents buy the book, they 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 read it with their kids, and then are there exercises that they that they're hopefully implementing? Sure, sure, sure. So. Yeah, so, so when a parent buys the book, uh, the book is actually the story of me teaching my kids about the four functions of money and the four money bears, and we're a bear family. Uh, we call each other Papa Bear, Mama Bear, and Baby Bears in the house, so it's, that was also one of the factors in why bears were the characters of choice for the book. Um, so it tells the storyline. There, there are worksheets in the book that allow parents to, to talk about the different uh, functions, money, and different elements to help spend, save, invest, and give. And then there's a budget in the back of the book, wherein a parent can sit down and say, "Okay, the month of January, how much we're going to spend, how much we're going to save, how much we're going to invest." If you go to the website uh, www.thefourmoneybears.com, I've actually added bear bucks. I've created bear bucks, wherein parents can print these bear bucks off. They they may not necessarily want to use you know hard cash um, at that early age, but they may want to have tools to be able to reward kids for doing, you know, chores, doing good things around the house, birthdays, what have you. Uh, and so that's what, that, those are some of the, the elements that we use with the book. Now what we're working on, George, which I'm so, so happy is, you know, I've shared the book with parents and they say, Max, this is awesome, this is great. Is there a digital format? Is there an app? Is there something that'll allow uh, our kids to utilize their iPads or whatever device that they seem to have or use right now? So we are working with eMoney, the University of South Florida, Muma College of Business, the, a personal financial planning degree program, and Synapse, a, a local uh, shop here in Tampa that, that hosts technology uh, contests. So we're, we're, we're working together to do or create something called the FinTech Bullpen, which is a challenge to develop an app or a digital platform of the four many bears. So that's that's what we're working on right now, and that actually gets uh, got launched uh, this month. Oh, that's awesome! Congratulations on that. That's super exciting. Thank you. 
That is exciting. Uh, do 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 kids use tablets and 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 like to look at them? Just kidding, man. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got three kids, man. And they, they, they utilize digital devices on a regular. And, and you, you want to hear something wild, man? It, so, so I, I published the book five years ago in 2015, and my kids were in elementary school at the time when I published the book. And what sort of led us down this path is I sent a copy of the Full Money Bears book to pretty much all the school boards in the country. And hmm. the the process to get a book approved to a public school is really, really arduous. And so it, 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 it's a hard process. But when I would go to the kids' schools, I would real I noticed that the teachers were using apps. They were using laptops. They were using all these digital devices to, to, to teach the kids. So I said, hey, well, in, instead of trying to get a book into schools, why not develop a digital platform that would allow teachers to more easily access this content? And so that's what we're working on now. Um, we want the app to be able to help teachers and schools as well as parents who, you know, you're, you're, you're in the grocery store or you're sitting down or you're in a time like today, you know, in the world that we're in right now with this COVID-19 and you've got a lot of downtime with your kid in the house to be able to utilize this app and, and, and help promote financial literacy and, and teach your child uh, through that, uh, through that method. I love it. Well, Mac Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? Well, my, my difference making tip, George, is start the process early. Please, please, please start this financial literacy process early. Start this money management conversation early in your child's life. Um, and, and, and if we can do that and we can start this financial journey early in, in our child's life, it gives them a lot more runway later on in life to be able to, to enact some healthy financial decisions and, uh, and, and be better, uh, be better adults making, making good financial choices. Well, like that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on, come on. Mac, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Where can they get a copy of the book? So, like many things in life, <laughs> you can get a copy of the book on Amazon.com. Um, and if you want to learn more about the book and what we're working on and the FinTech Bullpen Challenge, you can visit our website, www.4moneybears.com. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Mac your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to the4moneybears.com. Probably get a copy of the book there. Certainly get it on Amazon and also print off some of those bear bucks when you get done reading it. Work with your kids on that. Thanks again, Mac. Thanks again. Journey continues. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.